The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this March the 14th, Pi Day, 3.14. Get it? I'm a funny guy. Anyways, uh, today's show is brought to you by Barnburner Hockey and barnburnerhockey.ca. Use promo code 1420BARN at barnburnerhockey.ca for uh, 10% off their all-natural hockey product. Hockey products and apparel today at barnburnerhockey.ca. Uh, the board, of, oh, thank you for joining us every morning here on Facebook Live and on Twitter and and uh, and YouTube, wherever you're, you're watching the show. Thank you very much for uh, tuning in on a daily basis and listening to the uh, the podcast later on throughout the day. It's greatly appreciated. Anyways, uh, the NHL Board of Governors is meeting right now, I think in Boca Raton, somewhere in Florida. They're having their, their annual meetings to, to see the, uh, the problems of the National Hockey League world and trying to fix them all at once and everything that goes on in the in the in the, the world of hockey the game's in a pretty good spot right now with the way it's being played but there is some issues that that do happen on a regular basis throughout the national hockey league um there there is the one thing that they are looking at it's the the instigator penalty that they want to increase the uh, the the penalty a little bit because uh, there's been 271 scraps this year 100 of those 271 fights have been from a guy defending the honor of the of the national hockey league and the and the or defending guys that uh, they say they say got hit and everything else, so they're trying to get get rid of those fights. And out of those those hundred. Uh fights that happened because of the uh, defending of the honor that they, they deemed 89% of those hits were clean hits and there was no need for anything to happen. So the instigator penalty has only been called 11 times out of those, uh, out of those hundred, a uh, hundred, uh, hundred times. And they want to get the situation where there is hitting in the game and they bring, bring that back and having fights for the sake of fighting. They're trying to get rid of that in the national hockey league. And the problem that they have is that they're going to get some pushback from the players association for the simple reason that if you get three of these penalties throughout the season, you're going to get suspended for 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 a couple of games that's money out of your pocket right so they, they don't they don't like that the the thing with that with a, uh, a, a instigator penalty you get two five and a ten not just the the, the regular five minute for fighting right so you get the extra 12 minutes in penalties they're, they're thinking about maybe going to a little bit more of a penalty to, to get away from the the uh the stage fights not stage fights we'll get to that in a half a second too because that was a bit of a joke the other night with with uh with uh, ryan reeves uh, but anyways we'll talk about that in a second but it was uh, it's a bit of a, uh, a troubling thing. You, you do see a big hit in the National Hockey League, which there isn't a lot of anymore. The game is just different. It, it's a faster game and everything else. There's no, no stopping and starting and, and the like. But when there is a, a, a nice big hit that is clean, a fight pretty much ensues every time, as, as the stats the stats say there, that it's 89 out of 100 times that the, the, there, there are these clean hits that someone's defending someone's honor. There's an automatic fight. And I think they've really got to try to get away from that because it takes away from that. I'm not saying we need fighting back in the game like it was back in the 80s and 90s because that was complete mayhem but uh, having the odd scrap here and there when, when it's when it's required if fighting is actually ever required is another another story for another day but having these uh, these fights really takes away from the action of a hockey game because if a guy gets hit and then there's a fight and then there's a there, there's the, the stoppage of play and on and on and it goes and it drags things on a little bit and then there's the conversations with the referees the instigating and everything else and then so it does slow the game down a bit where if a guy gets hit gets up dust himself off and see you later and then and that, that's how I think it should 
should be. And if the NHL is looking at this and maybe tell the referees, hey, maybe you guys need to call this a little bit more. I think that's something that they should look at. And maybe the referees just aren't calling it because they don't need the hassle from the uh, from the bench or from the players later on saying, yeah, that's that shouldn't have been two, five and a ten. That was just, you know, a guy got hit. It was a little bit dirty. So it comes. And that's the tough thing about about uh, being an official in a hockey game. It's the it's the discretionary calls and and stuff that isn't uh, that isn't really right. And you don't know um, the, the discretion of it down to 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 two to two people. because It's such a fast game. And there's so much happening, and for for to have to make those calls can be really tough. And referees, <clears throat> referees definitely have a a, t- a tough go of things to to see. It's really it's a really tough job to do, and to, to be able to see everything is really tough. And the the uh, the instigator penalty that maybe it's just a discretionary call. Yeah, I thought he scrapped, and it's 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 cl- it's. Uh, clear as day that these fights happen on a regular basis when they're when a guy gets leveled and the fight happens it's clear as day that the who the instigator is every time it's not the, the it's not the hit or it's the guy who's watching the hit happen right and so that that's something that should be an easy call for an instigator and to get that to get that out of the game to, to make those calls and suspend these guys for doing it and if you hit him in the pocketbook that's when people start to think and that's in general in life like if you if you keep parking in the wrong spot and you keep getting tickets eventually when it hits your pop when it hits your pocketbook you'll uh, you'll stop parking in those spots right it only stands to reason for, for those things another thing that they're looking at is the over the glass penalty and i've been saying this for a long long time since they brought it in and somebody said it yesterday i should start writing this stuff down that when i'm when brent's right which isn't very often but no i'm often uh, more often than not on this stupid show in, in think things in, in life it's a it's a different story but on the 1420 podcast i seem to get those things right but uh the over the glass penalty has always been a, a thorn in my side that and it was uh, Elliot Friedman, I think it was yesterday, saying on uh, whatever show he was on, and he was talking about they're they're looking at the over the glass penalty and how to make it uh, right, and maybe when to when to call it, when not to call it, and everything else. Because if you would hate for a penalty, a power play to happen, the Stanley Cup playoffs where a puck over the glass decided the winner of Lord Stanley's Cup. I think it's a ridiculous penalty. I think that it's stupid. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, they wanted to to keep the game going and get more power plays and get more scoring. But that I don't think that that's been uh, that big of a deal over the years. And you would hate to see a Stanley Cup being decided, like I said, uh, with a, a puck over the glass penalty when it's 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 blatantly the guy didn't mean to do it. Like the, the, This game is so fast. There's no way these guys have enough time nine times out of ten to, to even think about getting it over the glass. They're trying to just dump it off the glass, get it out of the zone before they get before they get the puck taken away and everything else. It's There's a lot going on in the game of hockey on a, on a minute-to-minute basis and these guys, they don't have time to do that and I don't think that they ever really try to. I mean, it, yeah, there are some blatant ones, I guess, and you could you could call them, at the discre- have it at the discretion of the referee, but if you put it in someone's hands, you never know what, what, what the call could be because uh, there are blatant ones, obviously, Like, but, but that's one out of every fifth times right so two percent of the time where it is blatant when it shouldn't be every time it goes over the glass and it, it's it and it the way it slows the game down too because now because everything goes to replay and the nhl replay has to be changed a little bit too the game gets slowed down like there's goals that they look at for five or six minutes and it slows the game down there was that one in overtime the other night uh calgary and minnesota i think it was and it took four or five minutes like it it takes it takes away from the pace of the game especially in overtime where things are going and things are happening and you slow things down and it, gets going again yeah you 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 get back to people wanting the call to be right all the time 
but sometimes getting the call right is at, is at the expense of the flow of the game and just get and there's got to be a way they can do it you look what happens in, in uh, soccer with the world cup with that technology that they had to see things the, the proper way and how it was, it was done so quick and you look at how uh, tennis how they get it done so quick with the uh, i mean it's a different different sports but we should use technology a little bit better than a guy looking at an ipad in the penalty box there's got to be a better way to do it and have the guys uh, in in the 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 the, uh, the ivory towers in new york making those calls and telling them as soon as they get to, to, to the penalty box and the referee skates over there, they know what the call is instantly or, or an earpiece or something. There's got to be a way to speed up the uh, the instant replay process in, in hockey. We'll talk about baseball tomorrow, but I thought we'd get to a little bit of hockey talk today. But yeah, it's, it's good that the NHL is looking at some things to try to improve the, 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 the stuff that they have going on. The penalty thing that with, for the fighting, that's got to happen. The, the big hits and the fights that, that ensue. And like I said, 89%, 89% of these hits were deemed um, to defend the honor, were deemed clean, right? So 89 out of 100 times, these guys, these guys are just fighting to to defend their, their the honor of a guy who got leveled at his head down or whatever it may be. And they, so if, they're, if it's a clean hit, they just let it go and call it good. And the other night, like I don't know if anybody saw this. I think it was on uh, on Sunday night. It doesn't much matter what day it was. But uh, Ryan Reeves and Boko Imama of the uh, Arizona Reeves of the Minnesota Wild, obviously, and Imama of the Arizona Coyotes, uh, they, were, they, they got in a scrap. What happened was Reeves laid a guy out in the corner. Uh, then he was standing beside the net. The play ensued. Imama came from the uh, from from the blue line, and he decided he wanted to fight. And he just said, "Well, okay, we're gonna, we're going to go." And once again, it was a clean hit. Reeves just leveled this guy in the corner. He was standing there inside the net, mind his own business. Imama comes in from the blue line, and says, "We're going to go." This looked like one of those stage fights from from the '90s where they danced around and danced around, and it was actually embarrassing for the league and for Reeves and for Imama. They danced around for what seemed like an eternity, and then uh, they dropped the gloves, took the helmets off the whole bit, and then they looked like there were two girls in a, in a schoolyard fighting, slapping a little bit, and then they both just fell down. It was an embarrassment to the game, it was an embarrassment to hockey, it was an embarrassment to those two. It was, it looked so bad. It was such a bad look for two guys and the tough guys that they're they, are, they claim to be. Like Reeves is a tough guy. They're they're, they're both tough. They both kicked the shit out of me but it was a really bad look for the game of hockey he was trying to stray away from those those stage fights and everything else that was happening in the 90s and the the uh, cte and the concussions and the fighting and, and the, the, they're really trying to get away from uh, is there a place in the game for for fighting still probably but stuff like that it, that needs to go away and give those guys both instigator just throw them both out of the game and say we don't need that shit around here you look stupid you're disgracing the game and i thought i thought it was a complete embarrassment to the game of hockey and i thought it was completely completely stupid so there it is there's there's the rant for the morning uh scrap the scrap i did forgot to click on the banner anyways for those of you watching on youtube and facebook uh yeah it was ridiculous i didn't understand it i don't know why two guys of that stature would d- decide to do that it, but nobody was hurt the guy who got got level was up and playing again he was going yeah he got hit who cares it's part of the game they sign up for it and it was a, like i said it was a clean hit and it's just the way things go so i don't know it, it, it looked it was a bad look for the game of hockey and those those two gentlemen i'm, I'm sure they don't give a shit what uh, what i think but that's just there's my uh, my thoughts for the day. Anyways, uh, on this day in, where are we here? On this day in 1967, uh, Bubba Smith was taken first overall by the Baltimore Colts out of Michigan State. Smith went on to play nine NFL seasons with the Colts, Raiders, and the Houston Oilers, winning one Super Bowl. And uh, with Baltimore, the two-time Pro Bowler might be better known for his role as Moses Hightower in the Police Academy movies of the 1980s. Those movies were quite funny. They kind of lost their luster a little bit later on as they went along, but the first couple were really funny. I like the guy who did the the, uh, sound effects with 
his mouth. He was always a, a funny guy. But uh, Hightower, Moses Hightower, he's a great big dude, man. He a hell of a football player. Uh, we're talking Bubba Smith, not Moses Hightower. But he was a great big dude. He's a hell of a football player. But he was funny in those in those police academy movies back in the uh, in the eighties. So it's a uh, happy birth or on this day to him and happy birthday to. Kirby Puckett, born on this day in 1960 in Chicago, Illinois, 10-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion with the Minnesota Twins. Uh, Puckett spent 12 seasons with the Twins, who uh, retired his number 34 in 1997. He's a member of the Baseball Hall of Fame and the Twins Hall of Fame, obviously. And uh, and on April 10th, 2000, or uh, yeah, April 10th, 2010, a statue of Puckett was unveiled outside of Gate 34 in his honor. Depicts the home run in Game Six of the 1991 World Series. Who can forget that? Uh, Puckett passed away at the age of 45 on March the 6th, 2006. Puckett was a hell of a baseball player. The stature, everybody can remember what he was like as, as a ball player. He ran into some legal problems later on in his life. and don't want to talk ill will about a guy who passed away. Uh, but uh, Puckett was a great baseball player, and he was uh, like those those that, that Twins World Series in 91 was was something to behold. It was a, a great World Series. That's when I not first started falling in love with baseball, but that's when I really fell in love with the game of baseball. So, no, it was, uh, it's uh, been, yeah, it, he was a great ball player and the like, and it was fun to uh, to watch him play. It's too bad he uh, ended up with some legal problems later on in life. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to the show today. Make sure you listen to the other shows we got going on. Uh, Dave and I were down in the tavern last night while well, he was at home, but we just called it down the tavern and the, uh, nobody, nobody has to know, right? But uh, it was, I uh, know it was fun having Dave back on. We had a good talk about the NFL free agency and the quarterbacks and then the world baseball class. We talked about that. So we, uh, we kept it, it got a little bit lengthy, but we, uh, we had a good chat and it was a lot of fun. So make sure you tune into that one today as well. Uh, thank you every, every day for, for tuning into our show. We, we appreciate it. Like we say every morning that it's a, uh, it's a great, uh, great to have uh, this kind of support that we're getting. It's getting bigger and bigger every day. So we really appreciate that. Make sure you guys talk to people about the show. Tune in every morning on Facebook Live and on, on uh, YouTube uh, YouTube Live. We'll make sure we're getting some more clips and everything else out there. Looking for an intern to maybe do the production side of things, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that on another another show another day. We'll put an ad out there for someone to to help out with all this uh, crazy stuff we got going on because it's uh, she's a lot, anyways. The 1420 in the morning brought to you by Barnburner Hockey and barnburnerhockey.ca. Use promo code 1420BARN at barnburnerhockey.ca. And uh, here's a clip from last night's show. And uh, remember, everybody, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Go with a, a Super Bowl. It, it, it stands to reason. He, he'd be gonna, closer than they are right now. He's better than Gorgeous Jim. He's better than uh, Trey Lance. No. What's He's definitely name? better than Sam Darnold, who they signed. Who they signed today? Yeah, a lot less bet. money, obviously. But but yeah, like uh, San Fran seems content without having different difference makers at the quarterback position. And don't and, win. And well, but lick the jar consistently, and you know, any given Sunday, like when you're licking the jar every year, like San Francisco's success in the postseason. Is an absolute head scratcher to me. How those fuckers do seem to do it every other year? They're they're in the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship game. Like they have something figured out. The, Excuse me. The thing the thing that boggles my mind about Sam, about uh, about Lamar Jackson is that he's a he he he's, he represents himself, so that might hurt him a little bit. Um, but. The, slimy lawyer agents might not be a bad thing to stay away from and he seems like a, a, a quality guy and doesn't have a contract yet for for next year and he bet on himself got hurt a little bit and everything else everybody everybody gets hurt no matter what sport you're in 
But Jackson, and I don't think it's collusion. I, I think that there's a situation where there's a lot of teams that could use Lamar Jackson, but they don't want to give up a couple of draft picks if they went out. And I think it's the 15th, which is uh, Wednesday. They can go out and make and sign him to a deal that, that Baltimore could match. Now, if and I don't know the ins and outs, so I, I do a little bit, but it gets long-winded and lawyers speak and everything else and agents speak, so I'm not going to get into it. But you you wonder why if a team thinks if a team thinks they're close, which the the, the Jets think they're close because um, they have a an all world defense they actually do why they wouldn't go out and 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 make say here here's here's forty eight million bucks a year and I don't think.